Hi everyone, Marcus here. Hope you've been having a good festive period and enjoyed our little gift we left in your podcast app stocking last week. In case you missed it, there's an episode of Ramble Meets Sven Jorn Eriksson for you to enjoy in there, as well as our two-part Ramble Festive show. Well worth a turn of the year. Now, as the title of this episode suggests, today we're looking back at some of our favourite moments from this year's football ramble. Sure, it's been a mad and, of course, often challenging year for so many, but we've had a laugh along the way and we hope you have too. From Jules's dislike of a rug and Pete's dog eating a carrot to classic tales stretching from Plymouth to Inverness, there are some crackers in here and we've loved bringing you the show this year. So thank you very much again and do enjoy Also, ladies and gentlemen, football, um, you know, English football doesn't just return on Saturday. We have a game in the Championship tonight. The Championship is returning. It's always interesting uh, there. And it's Warnock's Borough who are involved. Um, they are playing Watford. So newly entered, in, newly qualified into the Championship. Oh, War- <laughs> Warnock will a get... lovely way of putting it. <laughs> he will get his cheapies from, from grinding out a 1-0 win at Watford tonight. I tell you what, it's, it's, it's a big game actually to begin the proceedings in the Championship. A bit of Friday night football, which is, which is quite lovely. Um, Warnock is set to manage his 1500th game against Barnsley in wow. October. That's not against Barnsley specifically, as in his game. <laughs> Management, um, uh, the endless. Derby. How was it? Quite samey, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's. It, uh, there was an interview recently with Warnock in, in one of the national newspapers. It's. I, I look. I know some of his political views. I may blah blah blah. But I love the man. I think he's. I think he's top class. And he was. This is how. This is what he's been doing in pre-season. Now Warnock's main residence, should we say, because he just bought a house in Italy, um, is in Cornwall. So he lives in Cornwall essentially, which rather far away from Middlesbrough. That's but, an El Mahomedy style commute. Yeah, isn't it is. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, Joe Cole to Lil commute. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, during pre-season, he, uh, he, he they they had a they had a pre-season game behind closed doors, of course, against. Plymouth and he said that they had a barbecue at his house in Cornwall all the players were there and he says as I'm cooking sausages I'm talking to a couple of players as I'm cooking burgers I'm talking to a few more and he's building the team spirit they had two friendlies against Plymouth two friendlies <laughs> just because he could get them around the house and barbecues I absolutely love that that's this one again tomorrow lad <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get to try you all out. Come round mine afters. Oh dear. Um, Eastern Airways are getting a lot of business from Wardog. When he took the job at Borough, they opened up a service. I don't know. Could have been for him only, but from Teesside to Newquay, he said I could be home in Cornwall under two hours. They've been brilliant for me. <laughs> Imagine that though. If you're in Middlesbrough and you're living in Cornwall. I, and all I'm saying is, that if I were a Watford fan and yeah. I looked at the list of players they've got out injured oh, for tonight, yeah. and looked at the, the uh, Middlesbrough don't appear to have any players out injured. And that they've got um, yep. Warnock in charge, mm-hmm. I'd be fearing the worst. To me, that has got zero yeah. one written all over. Absolutely it. right. Well, he's seventy one now, Warnock, and he said that mid table just doesn't cut the mustard. He's going for another, yet another. Would promotion. be a record, wouldn't it? Sure, it would be. I think it'd be, it would be his ninth, ninth. I think. I think yeah. yeah, it's not just about promotions; it's about unlikely promotions. Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. He says he's not. You know, he's, he's got a bit in the tank at seventy one. He said, "I love the fishing and collecting my eggs from the chickens, but it doesn't stimulate me like this." Yeah. So he's well, still well, in there. Well, a lot, yeah, a lot of research shows. That yeah. in certain types of jobs, if you want to, um, if you want to have a long, happy life, yeah. in certain types of jobs, not very, very difficult uh-huh. menial labour jobs, but in certain types of jobs, 
the, the data has shown you should just try and work as long as you can. Yeah. Because it keeps you active, keeps you busy, keeps mm-hmm. your mind going. He's only 71. It's not that old. Yeah. But, you know, he's one of the older, certainly at the older end mm-hmm. of the spectrum of managers, but he's enjoying it. And if yeah. you enjoy it, then you still do it good on him. That's what I say. I think we should take a leaf out of America's book because we could do with a 70-year-old in charge of the country, couldn't we? <laughs> That's quite, Who's listen, better? You know what they say about being 71? It's better than the alternative, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, the championship is back, of course. Wayne Rooney, John Obi Mikel, just a couple of names we're going to enjoy in the champion championship uh, this season. This is going into uncharted territory as well, but like... We're, when we're calling back for fans to be back, and I know that there's obviously complaints about people who are allowed to be indoors at various different events, but like, how can fans come back, really, given the tier system, given yeah. the issues that still arise in this it's country? It's Incredibly mad, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if a different friendly gets rescheduled because that one's now not on. Well, well, they, they said, talk. They yeah. said we're going to find someone. It's like Sunday League, else, like so. tweeting out, being like, oh, by the way, we've got a spare pitch. <laughs> Man United are keen. Anyone? <laughs> uh, all right, well, good luck to England tonight yeah. against Denmark. Come on, England. Uh, let's move on and finally get to the Romanian second division. We've been teasing you with it. And you've, probably seen, it. you've probably been seeing it all on Twitter anyway already. And they, what don't have know we got to say about it? About it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's the biggest thing ever. But anyway, we're going to end on it because it's um, it's genius. Nicolo Napoli, the manager mm. of Romanian side FC Kralvia. I think I've said that right. Um, he's been sacked for a seventh time. He has managed them seven times and has been sacked for the seventh time. I mean, why? Why would you go back? I'll, What's he I'll, doing? I'll turn to Visha this one. Is this the Seth and Summer? Of the OC kind of on and off relationship this guy's got with. They this. didn't break up seven times though, did they? It was pretty much up there, wasn't it? Because yeah, she thought she she thought he was cheating on her. Wasn't the she? who and yeah. who of the OC? Um, Seth and Summer. Yeah, Rachel Bielsen oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the yeah. funny guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember <laughs> the funny wise guy. The wisecracker. Are you an OC fan? Yeah, I'm a huge OC fan. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Here we go. Put a little Wonder Woman. That's that's what sealed the deal. Apparently, that was the Wonder Woman costume. That was. Uh, oh remember yeah. She put and the then they, on, they yeah. did the upside down Spider Man kiss. As yes. Well. Great that's times. Right. Great times. But, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know why they keep taking. I mean, he must be really good in whatever the bed equivalent of man- football management is, <laughs> because that's the only well, reason. No, he re- so. must be really bad since he's been sacked seven times. <laughs> yeah, but he's come back seven or well, six times, isn't he? He'll probably come back a seventh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It does feel like you know that mate and. It keeps getting back into that relationship. You're like, right, there must be, there's obviously something there behind closed doors that I'm not seeing because mm. this isn't. Never slag them off. Never slag them off. Did yeah. you used to play for you, get back Bay, together. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... that's, oh, you're sounding like them. Oh, you don't know him like we do. <laughs> <laughs> It was no, pre-90s, you He's, he's, he's good he's when got, it's just me and him. Yeah. He's, got, he's got good sides. <laughs> I can I, change him. When the good times are good, they're really good. Yeah. That old yeah. cliche. Uh, Instagram photos together when they hire him for the time. <laughs> Holding that scarf up again. Yes. <laughs> and then just rolling it up and putting it in a fire when he gets sacked for the seventh time. Uh, Lovely. There you go. That's your Romanian second division news. Mm. Uh, we've covered everything today and we've managed around 40 minutes. I'm well impressed about that, by the way. Look, we may have deviated from the plan here and there. <laughs> Talked about Eurovision stars, etc., etc. But look. <laughs> I was actually going to ask Charlie to cut that bit out because no one actually has actually ever heard of it. <laughs> just, the, just the way they like to get to how long we've got to, we have to Google. <laughs> Within a part of that show, we Googled someone from Eurovision who didn't even win. No, of course he didn't win. It's England. Uh, of course he didn't win, given the tripe that Eurovision pour out. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, it. What? 
did you do at school today? There <laughs> it Should we awful. go before I start singing? No, I think we should sing. We <laughs> yeah. up to 45. Hey, you've sung already. We? You've sung the OC. I, did, I bottled it, though, didn't yeah, I? I kind did. of did that Pussy. kind of silent. Armed it. By the way... That's getting clipped. Did you see the... <laughs> <laughs> did you see you that? You just called me a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> This laddish behaviour shall know, not yeah. stand, Vish. Hey, we got 40 minutes in and I hadn't sworn. I was quite <laughs> impressed by that after that little swear box tweet that went yeah, out Yeah, it was me and you at the top of the league, wasn't it? Like I was possible. Well, you no, know what? I, I, was, I, was, I was definitely at the top of the league when like he was going to swear needlessly. You were definitely top. Yeah. Vish was third, I was on the podium, yeah. Right, okay. Mm, nice. I was fourth. I came below Vish and I think I've proved that's the right place because mm. you swore before me today. I was it, on swear check. You called me a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here, Jesus Christ. I think there should be a warning at the start of the show that if you are listening with children, turn it down at around 40 minutes. Uh, Pete, say goodbye. Goodbye. Fish. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> Lovely. Does it feel as though they've got everything they could possibly have in this new Liverpool training ground? I mean, they've also got a time capsule, which has got Jürgen Klopp's glasses in it, apparently, amongst other things. Yeah, um, uh, that, 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 they just built the... a private secondary school. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. It, the, 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 there's a steel time capsule. There's Klopp's glasses in there, a film on the history of Melwood, and messages from Sir Kenny Daglish and Ian Rush installed as part of commemorating the opening. It will be open in 50 years' time. OK. I ju- that club, I, I think they've been radicalised <laughs> by by a shady imam in the shape of the Forever Friends bear. It, they've just incredibly kind of like cloying, saccharine, Bob Paisley mean bullshit that they just constantly just farm out. It does my nutting. And I've stayed pretty quiet up until now. <laughs> Jeez. There's also a hologram of Robert Kardashian there as well. <laughs> putting the mental in sentimental. They really are. Incredible. So you're not into the kind of Blue Peter vibes? It's just this kind of like, just mawkish kind of like idea of a club that they just portion out and just sell to people. It's fucking late capitalism. It's just, it's just bollocks. Why do All you hate time bollocks. capsules, Pete? I just hate historians, care. <laughs> Okay. Look forward, guys. <laughs> Stop digging up my past. Move. My on. what's in my garden is my business. <laughs> what is it? Anyway, uh, <laughs> skulls. Uh, what else would you have in your training ground, or if they just covered it? Would you I have would a- have just. Uh, it would be a car park, a concrete car park, with broken glass everywhere, and uh, those um, those garage forecourt inflatable men. Few of them. Perfect. Sorted. Sorted. Be good for free kick training, wouldn't it? Because <laughs> if you get one over them, you'd, yeah. you'd score anything. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I like the um, very basic, but you know, like a lot of modern day training grounds have sleeping areas in them, and I quite like the idea of like having a. It sounds very midlife crisisy, mm. but you know, presumably a manager will have his like bedroom. And he would he would set it out in the way that he would want to that he might not necessarily mm. be able to at home. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd have like his own like man den, a and it'd be kind of like kind of pathetic. <laughs> really and he'd tragic. have like a bit of like you know a, be some, a sign, yeah, a bit <laughs> that flashes, yeah. yeah, that he couldn't hang up in the bedroom. <laughs> he'd have like a train set. Or something like yes. that. Um, he'd it's have like a really seedy corner. Me. Yeah, a seedy corner where he'd be on the web reading things on Facebook that he shouldn't be reading, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so like living like a like a divorced parent, basically, yeah. <laughs> that actually sounds Project, kind of amazing. Project corner, a little uh, black decker workbench. It's yeah. never been used. Oh, nice. And all the shelves. I'd mm. have... Um... A scooter. <laughs> I'm, I'm recently driving a scooter. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> Just as pathetic as it sounds. 
it's good. I used to have a scooter. Let's make a scooter gang. I'd mm. have um, facilities for my women's team. Pete, you've got a game. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's not go too far, mate. All right. What I would ask you, chaps, is would you pay £14.95 to look at a bald man's head? Uh, I know where you're going with this. Inverness Caledonian yeah. Thistle's camera is programmed to follow the ball throughout the match. Well, so they don't have to have, like, cameramen and the vision mix. Exactly, which is, which is, you know, just a good, good bit of technology, that. Yeah. Fair play, you know, the, the ball is really the sort of what we're, we're focusing on. But the commentator kept having to apologise as the camera kept on mistaking the ball for the linesman's baldy head. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> so this happened about um I think it was a month ago yeah. where it was the camera got tracked on one of the loose balls on the side of the pitch. Tell the lino to put a wig on. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he came out in a wig in the next game. Yeah. Would would you go but if he had to do it, would you want him to kind of have a proper wig to make it look believable, or like, like a pink, curly, afro sort of wig? Yeah. Like, just go ridiculous? You'd have to go ridiculous, wouldn't you? No, I don't think you would, because you, would the players just be like, that's what? No. Well, how, would uh, you be taken more seriously if you're wearing, like, a little hat where you look like some kind of train spotter with a flag? Yeah, that's true. Or would you, would you rather wear, like, a, like a garish wig? I think wig. Um, uh, what I would say is that the, on this game in question, the... the um, <laughs> the official Inverness Caledonian official Twitter, mm-hmm. which posts up this thing that every football club posts up now, these, these updates from the game. Yeah. And it posted uh, Inverness Caledonian official nil, a United nil, and then like a half-time photo. Mm. Some of the replies were... <laughs> Someone's replied... Goose eggs. Baldy man has had more camera time than the actual ball. Sort it, <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> Uh, and someone else has put, fancy paying a cameraman to follow the ball for the second half. I saw more of the lines was baldy head in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's really harsh on the linesman as well. It's not his fault he's got a baldy head. Oh, yeah. Well, he's going to have to look. He, now everybody knows about this. Learn. He's going to have to put the wig on. <laughs> yeah. Get the wig on the linesman, is what I'm saying. You know it's what incredible. you could do? You could, um, you know, testing times, everyone needs to make money however they can. Um, if Inverness Caddy Thistle have a bit about them, they should rent out his head. Oh, yeah, put a little sponsor, sponsor on it. Now you're talking. Yeah. What, would you, what would you put? <laughs> He's moaning about capitalism earlier. <laughs> <laughs> just eggs. Literally just wants put, to advertise um, on a man's skin. Just put egg. <laughs> just write egg in marker pen, like Sharpie, egg. Like one of those advanced hair studio things, you put it on his... That's on mean. He's a human being. I know. If, if yeah. he doesn't mind us laughing at him, what harm On one hand, forty ninety five is too much for a game. Yeah. It's avaricious, avaricious capitalism. On the other hand, can we advertise on bald men's heads? I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who officiates for your baby? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Give him a lollipop. It's more affectionate. <laughs> I, think, well, I, think I, got, I think you've got to go. I think, I, I think you've got to go beanie hat. Oh no! He just he just looks a bit. I've got an idea. Go on, Baldwig. Now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Double down. Yeah. Imagine if he turned up. I'll give you a wig. Pulled it's it a off. wig. Pulled it off. And he had a bald head underneath. <laughs> or the little kind of like Sven crest. Yeah, oh, that's not going to help. They're just like an egg in a nest, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, but the angle of the camera. Maybe that's enough. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's enough. 
I was going to say, just before we move on, like the transfer market at the moment, it really feels to me like the opening credits of Game of Thrones. Do you know what I mean? There's so many moving parts. It's, so, it's actually like a little mini soap opera in itself. I'm, quite, I'm actually quite enjoying trying to figure out how all of this works. Can you describe the start of Game of Thrones? So it's, it's, a, it's a huge map uh, mm-hmm. where loads of little kind of uh, yeah. mechanical spinning wheels all okay. come together to create this quite spectacular visual feast. Oh, uh, I think I might have seen that. Mm. Yeah. All I can think of is Neighbours, where everyone and comes out and like waves on their drive and bouncer has a little run. <laughs> Who gets pushed in the swimming pool? Is it um, it's not Henry cool. Ramsey? No, I'm talking about in, fo- in the footballing sense. <laughs> I don't give a damn who, you know. <laughs> it's somehow Kevin Keegan. <laughs> there you go. It's like, come on, I've not watched it for 25 years. <laughs> you silly sausage. Um, or Steve Bruce, Jim, either or. Maybe. Um, would make a very pleasing splash. Um, mm. Now, you mentioned... Like a big Lilo. <laughs> Free Brucey. Someone should make a Steve Bruce Lilo if I one of those. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it would do an all right job. Um <laughs> <laughs> Although all you would think all the time, is this going to sink? Yeah. Oh, it's just about yeah. keeping me up. It sounds better than I thought it would. Yeah. It's not great. Slowly, slowly deflating. But then after a year, you might then eventually just sink. But there we are. Um, but you mentioned FC Emmons shirt sponsor. Um, this is a Dutch side, of course, a story from Voetbal International. I'm sure that's how it's pronounced, the Dutch football magazine. Voetbal International. Um, uh, the KNVB ruled that uh, Eredivisie side, FC Emmen, uh, finish, who finished 14th last year, could not have Easy Toys as their main sponsor. They specialise in accessories for the bedside table. Sex lamps. Over to Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Still, Forgive really the me. Sex toys. Uh, I think, but I think any kind of uh, marital aids. Uh, why are we sort of like in the past? Uh, football has advertised cigarettes, <laughs> booze, yeah. you know, mm. all kinds of. And and and, and why? But this is why, the Netherlands why, why is as well. I know. <laughs> of all yeah. the countries that Jeez. were so. Oh no, no. We, they should have actual images yeah. of the products in question. Definitely. We will do different anything. ones for different players. We will commensurate do... to their size. <laughs> Strapped to players why the hell not you know just go go nuts it was something like 500 they should measure grand a VAR by it <laughs> the big story here come on is um it's a midlands derby is yeah it's a bit no, it's, it's the fact that big sam is back oh blue eyes is back come on tie around, tie around the head absolutely right it's his first game in charge he's raring to go he said i'm hungrier and more determined than ever because I've rested longer than I ever wanted to rest. <laughs> oh, this is um, this is kind of superhero stuff. He, he also said the break went on so long mm. and I had so much pent up energy and this is where I can expend that. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what is he planning? What is he planning? Well, I, look, I think he's going to come out to that Calvin Harrison Rihanna song, isn't he? I mean, that's pretty out, clear. Out of a helicopter, <laughs> <laughs> like that the Queen and James Bond at the 2012 <laughs> Olympic opening ceremony. Big Sam slamming into the centre circle. <laughs> cigar on. Or cigar on. Yeah, cigar on. Like at the end of Free Willy, when the whale jumps over the, the kid, <laughs> Big Sam comes flying over the stadium, <laughs> and then and then uh, and then does this. Right. Let's get on with it. Yeah. Let's get on with a game. Imagine that. Remember when he was laughing at Chico Flores? Oh, yes. There's going to be plenty of that, surely. Oh, he plenty can't, of that. He can't believe his luck, and neither can I, quite frankly. Um, I mean, he <laughs> he also said uh, um, he was asked if he was looking forward to facing the likes of Klopp and Guardiola and Mourinho, and he said, I just hope I can wind them all up again. That's all I want. 
wind them up again. Yeah. He's done it before. He could do it some more, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, he's taken over from Slavin Bilic, who once was full of praise uh, for Big Sam when he, when he got the England job in 2016. I think Sam will do well. The players will respect him. He's a big man. He's Big Sam. You see him on the television. He fills the screen. You are, That's a bit disrespectful. You are looking for the board with the... <laughs> for the board with the sponsors' names behind. What? Yeah. Um, is, it, is it Coca-Cola or Pepsi? I can't quite see. Yeah. Um, where have they gone? You can't see them. <laughs> I was talking, I was talking about the advertising board. I mean, the, the, the way it started, he's a big man. He's Big Sam. You see him on the television. He feels, It's like the, the opening of some sort of yeah. 70s cop film or In something. In a world <laughs> where the screen needs filling. <laughs> big what? Sam is here. All right. <laughs> it's going to be great. And it's a derby as well. Yeah. My, I don't know. We want to the... get Jack Grealish diving in front of Big Sam, right in front of the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a, taking a dive, getting up, yeah. winning a foul, put, putting his socks off or whatever, and Big Sam laughing away. Oh, yeah. You know what you are? You're a meme-hungry pervert. I am. I only, re- I only really watch football for the memes now. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Pete Donaldson right. sends them to me. If you've ever spent any time in like footballers... Hotels or anything like that, they're always getting their hair cut. Have they always, always. Have they always got, I've spent a lot of time in hotels for footballs, but like on their um, on their shoulder, have they always got like little bits of hair on their shoulders? Like, you know, like you know, when you get your hair cut and you've always got like oh, hairs that. just get everywhere, don't they? Oh, I thought you were talking about having a lot of body hair. Oh, no, no, than... god, no, hairless footballers are hairless, aren't they? Every last one of them, they well, wax a, a lot. A, apparently, that was that was quite an undertaking for Louis Figo because really, him, who's obviously a very glamorous man mm. and his very glamorous wife, they did um, an advertising campaign for I, I think it was Calvin Klein mm. many years ago, and despite Portuguese. Gentlemen generally being quite pursued. Yeah, all the, fo- all, all the focus group said it was too much. Yeah, and, it's and too he, much. He, he had to get waxed. Too much hair, and that must have oh. that must have hurt, man. I'm not a fan of a rug. Who got? <laughs> <laughs> Who got? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who got the like? The, did they do it all in one kind of like? Put, I'm just ignoring you. What, what, all, that, that nonsense over there. Um, but, like. <laughs> Did they pull the whole suit off in one? Does somebody own that suit in full? Like a big... Hairy suit? Yeah, big hairy suit. Like a big Sasquatch suit that you could put on, <laughs> wear around. I don't know, but I would love to believe that's the case. Yeah. Right, I'm Fantastic. crying. It's time right. for a break. <laughs> Tommy, can you pass it one time? Mason! Mason! Kit Mason. Welcome back to the Yeah, Thierry Henry having a shouty old time in Major League Soccer. Oh, magnificent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would turn around if I was a footballer and go, you're Thierry Henry. Yeah. Come on now. Exactly. I'm not you, Dad. Do you think that's what it is? Do you think it's kind of like... <laughs> Uh, it's a bit like what Glenn Hoddle was accused of sometimes when in his in his younger managerial days mm. of for crying. This is how you do it, lads. Yeah, Andy. Well, uh, at least we haven't got to the point where he was at Monaco. Well, at least we haven't got to the point where he was at Monaco. Full stop. But yeah. at least we haven't got to the point where he was at Monaco where he did that press conference, didn't he, with Benoit Badiashile <laughs> and, and made him push his chair in. Yeah, just with the look. 
Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a... He's, Maybe he's like, the look doesn't work. Maybe I should be more explicit. People didn't seem to like the look, did yeah. they? <laughs> if anyone's unaware, by the way, he's obviously Henri's Montreal impact manager and he was on the mm. sideline shouting his head off. And, of course, without a crowd, you could hear what he was saying. And we had some examples for you there as yeah. we came out drive, of the drive, break. Drive, 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 <laughs> drive. If you'd done that on the car advert, that would have been better. Can you play it short? Why don't you do it then? Why don't you do it? <laughs> can, you not... do it can you do it one foot? We'll do it then. We'll do it. <laughs> well, we, can, did, we did see... Can last... you cut inside and bend it in the corner of 30 yards? <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> When, when you say drive, 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 the image I had in my mind was love, love when, when um, Ajax won 13 0 at VVV Venlo oh, yeah. last weekend. And all I could look at in the second half mm. while they were racking in oh, this, car. is that yeah, car yeah, yeah, yeah. in the little parking space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, presumably that was the VVV coach at the end. Yeah. Drive, 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 drive. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> on, yeah. on, on, on a serious note, though, Andy, you've obviously um, spent a lot of time in France starting French footballs, and of course, Thierry Henry came through the um, Clairefontaine Academy. Yes. I remember the piece you wrote a couple of years ago with Vikash uh, Dorosu, the, uh, the footballer, about how uh, Clairefontaine doesn't just work with on-field discipline. It also kind of concerns itself with the grounding, with the dealing with like the media as well, obviously, because there's a lot of focus uh, yeah. it, it, when you're at the Clairefontaine Academy. Uh, so with all that in mind, um, do you think this is the sound of my dog eating a carrot or is it me? <laughs> is that a dog eating a carrot or is it me? <laughs> Answer the question, the question. Dog, Andy. I already did dog. What? Dog. How yeah. did you know it was a dog? It's a dog, you can tell. Right, ha- right. Here's, here's the sound of the dog. Here we go. Yeah, it's quicker, it's quick. Right, here's me eating a carrot. No, you, you, you're having it up. <laughs> <laughs> you're having it up, you little hamster. Yeah, it's no, no. You you are making the noise. The dog is quick. You it's, that's the, it's no, the you the are speed. doing an impression of Bugs Bunny eating a carrot. Exactly. That's what you're doing. You're not normally yeah. naturally eating a carrot. No, yeah. true. All right, no. fair. I, I thought I was going to get you with that one, Andy. But um, no, no. once again, yep. your journalistic prowess feared <laughs> me. All right, thanks for sticking with us on the <laughs> ramble. <laughs> we weren't sticking with you during that break, Kate, because we've had a conversation about train. Uh, the band Train that you were singing along to uh, Drops of Jupiter It's my in the vocal warm-up before the football ramble. You've got to be in kid voice, haven't you, before you uh, deliver ha, 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 ha. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a high song. Train Train would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Although, you should, isn't it about kind of stretching your voice? So shouldn't you be doing like Macy Gray? Because she, she was quite like She was gravelly, Whoa. though. She was gravelly. She would, like, that would tear. That's a polyp waiting to happen. Yeah. You've got to go low. <laughs> You've got to go low with a bit of uh, Barry White and high. With a bit of, I'm trying to think of something. Nina Simone. Nina Simone, yeah. Um, uh, who's the one who does, love it, you? That one. Um, I don't know why you're asking uh, me. That singer. Uh, easy because you're beautiful. Do, I, do, I know do, the beat you Mini Ripperton. Yeah. Do a bit of Mini Ripperton. <laughs> so there you go. A little bit of advice for the car, for the vocal warm-ups. Also, uh, we were talking in the break about uh, FIFA. FIFA 21's got a release date. Kit reckons, and this is a monumental shout, the sort of shout you'd be able to see from space... <laughs> She reckons she's never played a FIFA. 
I'm a bit concerned that that is now. Now I've said it, I'm yeah. a bit concerned that that's not true. You're going to get caught with like a, a paparazzi shot from FIFA 16 launch Ooh, where you got given a free yeah. PS4. They'll go through your old tweet. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoying this at EA Sports FIFA game. <laughs> just... Yeah, no, I'm more a football manager kind of person. Right. But, okay. um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I've never played FIFA. So, you do, so you're not even excited about... I mean, FIFA in many ways is just a, a rebadge every year, isn't it? They they introduce like little elements that every now and again. But like, so you're not even excited about the new things that might be arriving and how uh, COVID nineteen may even have changed the, the, how the new FIFA is going to be presented. I well, I've been looking at the new, the previous elements of FIFA twenty. Right. Okay. <laughs> You said that like a lawyer. Well, it's interesting you say that because I've been going through the previous elements of FIFA. Case for the prosecution for FIFA 21. And apparently the ball flight is much cleaner than it's ever been before. There was a few times I was playing FIFA 20. This ball flight is filthy. It whips. It really does whip. I'd really like to see in the new one, um, like the the, the, the plastic um, cardboard cutouts of the people that they've put in the crowd. Yeah. I mean, that would be much easier to do than an actual crowd. Putting it into a game, truly. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's me being a bit psychotic. But when I saw those, those, those boards of supporters, mm. I kind of went back to like a. Do you remember Get Your Own Back? Um, yes. Or with, do, do you know like just at any fairground? It's like a gunge kind of show. Yeah, yeah, but you know oh, any no. any fairground where you've got like knock over or like break yes. the boards. What is that gunge thing, by the way? Sorry to interrupt you. Gunge. Yeah. Uh, it's corn, um, flour and green uh, syrup on again. Okay, but it's a real. It's like a. I don't know if I want to say this, but it's like a sort of fetish. People, oh yes, people, oh, is, like, yeah, people yeah, constantly yeah. message Sky Sports presenters, being like, "We get done." <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, what? Yes, will you get, so that any will you time get you put up a photo, yeah, any time you put up a photo on Instagram, even the old man with the yellow tie, just the girls, well. just the girls, <laughs> right. not Jim White, or maybe Jim I White. Jim, I don't Jim know. White. But yeah, it's, <laughs> I want to gun Jim White's yellow tie. <laughs> Oh, look, look, we are under no uh, illusion uh, that uh, women in the media have a have a, an awful time, but also the strangest time, because the fetishes that are uncovered when uh, women are on Sky Spots are, I, I know a few presenters myself, and the things they get sent... It's extraordinary. Extraordinary. <laughs> people are into everything, and stuff you wouldn't even know existed. But the gunge thing is, yeah, it, it, it's strange. But I don't think Dave Benson Phillips was a guns fe- gunge fetishist on Get Your Own Back. Well, we don't know, do we? Well, no, maybe that's why he got into it. Yeah. 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 I can only I can say <laughs> But we can say that there's uh, no gunge in, in FIFA 21. No, no. There were... <laughs> on Jim White's tie or otherwise. How, I mean, how would coronavirus manifest itself? Because obviously in, in Football Manager... They incorporated Brexit, didn't they? Yes. Which then affected the the gameplay and how you mm. sign players. Um, yeah, I wonder. You could have like kind of Carl Walker sex parties. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, that would be that would be that would be something you would have to overcome. Yes. Say. In the in the kind of like narrative, maybe like a mystery sort of Hong Kong based RPG element where you got to figure out what the fuck is going on with Wigan. It's like uh, maybe uh, that's the new. You know the what was the. What was the boy's name? You know, you played it that like kind of Marcus Rashford alike. Yes, yeah, it was um, the, the journey, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the yeah, journey. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe oh, yeah, the lockdown. The lockdown. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> kind of and then like that. suddenly you're just like chilling at home, and then you get a knock on the door, and it's Mourinho because he wants to take you out for a run. <laughs> yes, like he did with Ndombele. Um Yeah, yeah or so he's much. like going down to the because he did that little 
query PR piece where he went down to help, you know, feed the aged or yes. something. So yes, perhaps yeah, he'd yeah. be like, right, do you, you're going to be one metre too close to these people. Yes. Do you do it for the good PR factor or do you say, no, 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 I've got to conform to them? you know, quarantine mm. laws. I, yeah. enjoy, I enjoyed the phrase feed the aged. <laughs> that, that, that modern charity, <laughs> feed the aged. <laughs> Nutrients the aged. Um, I'd, I'd like to see uh, Gareth Ainsworth's uh, leather jacket. Obviously, we saw it in full floor uh, last Ooh. night along with side uh, Joey Barton's glasses. I would very much like Joey Barton's deed respects to be some kind of DLC, uh, kind of extra added content you could put in a FIFA a little bit later on down the line. Um, but S- some child using his dad's credit card to pay fifty quid for Gareth Ainsworth's <laughs> cool video game, cool hair and uh, <laughs> and cool dad jacket, very enjoyable. We're in full Joey Barton tribute, aren't we? The three of us today, three All glasses, yeah, mm, classy glasses. Yeah, I mean, we actually need ours, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Does I Joey Barton need his? I don't know. There must be vanity. Do you reckon they're like a bit Urban Outfitters? Yeah, I think he's like, well, I've, I've, you know, I've, I can't really tweet about the Smiths anymore because yeah. he's, he's gone off the wall, so I'll just have to wear glasses now. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Pete's Film Club. Monday Madness. Craig it up. This is where it's at. Pete's Film Club. Yes, it's time for Pete's Film Club. Last week was the incredible film Goal with Kuno Becker starring as a Newcastle United footballer. This week, we've gone for a film. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Playing for Keeps, people. A film I saw on holiday in Portugal last year and I thought I'd bring it to the table as part of this week's film club. A former sports star, Gerard Butler, starts coaching his son's soccer team as a way to get his life together. His attempts are met with challenges from the attractive soccer moms who pursue him at every turn. It's basically a film in which everyone wants to fuck Gerard Butler. (laughs) And some of them succeed. Most of them succeed. Yeah. (laughs) Should Should we have a listen to what it's actually like before we completely eviscerate it? Yes. Well, here it is. Who's the new soccer coach? Stacey's ex, the soccer player. You are a great, great player. Dreyer with a shot. So what are you doing with your time now, post-soccer? This is your credit card company. If George Dreyer is no longer at this number, press 1. If George Dreyer is deceased, press 2. You ever think what it might have been like if I had screwed all up? All the time, I wondered. You're the most exciting thing that ever happened to me, George. Are you sad mom's getting married? Yeah, but mine seems like a nice guy. I decided I'm not going to call dad. ESPN are looking to expand their soccer coverage. I got that audition as a sportscaster. Dad, please don't leave. Let's go out there and give it everything we've got. And let's get these wankers! Yeah! yeah! Let's get these wankers! Hey, Dad, me and Mom are going to the arcade today. You want to come? ESPN, like you. You did it, George. I just can't. I got a boy in there. He needs me to start being a father. I'm either too early or I'm too late. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be too late again. It's something else. It really is. I mean... (laughs) Gerard Butler does have a production credit on this one, and I can't help but think that he very much had a lot to say uh, oh, when man. it came to how many w- women he was going to bed in yeah, this Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. It's like he's just listed, you know, his, his, his dream list of women, and they've done the best they can. Because yeah. it's a surprisingly good cast for that sort of film. Like, Uma Thurman's in it. 
The cast is astonishingly yeah. good. <laughs> for, for what is a common or garden yeah. Sunday afternoon TV movie that's been shut out by some out of work director, <laughs> yeah. right? The the car I I could not believe. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. I had no enthusiasm for this movie. I didn't want to watch it. No. Pete made me watch it. The first couple of minutes, I realised it wasn't even going to be about fucking football. So <laughs> I, I didn't watch any of the um the build up or know who was in it. When people kept popping up, I couldn't mm. fucking believe. I know, I, it I was know. like it was like going to Madame Tussauds. Like, you you recognise the faces, but nothing actually fucking... No, no one does anything. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. think to yourself, that used to be Catherine Zeta-Jones, that <laughs> um, I, I couldn't... I can't believe there's Catherine Zeta-Jones, Uma Thurman, Dennis Quaid. I mean, Butler's a big actor. I mean, these are people we are treed. You know, like, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand. Judy Greer is a very good actor as well. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's excellent. But, I mean, the whole situation is sort of pinned around the fact that uh, Jared Butler has decided he wants to get his life together. He wants to become a sportscaster. Uh, but he also wants to get back with his uh, his ex-wife, uh, Jessica Beale. I wanted to find Jessica Beale, rescue her from this, and yeah. make sure she never had to do anything like this ever again. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But Jessica Beale's situation is, like, she's, she's got a, a new life. Uh, she's yep. looking after her son, who I think was the kid out of Walking Dead. Um, He's quite good, he, by the way. She, yeah, he is, he is good. I mean, kid actors are usually quite good, but then when they become um, grown-up actors, they're not very good, I always think. Um, but mm. but Jessica Beale's got a, a good husband who loves her, who yep. you know does all the yep. things that a husband should do. But mm-hmm. flash old Gerard Butler, who's just you know coaching a couple of kids' soccer teams, uh, manages to sort of pull her away from a perfect, idyllic, normal life just because her husband's a little bit boring. She's not yeah. having it. Yeah, because Butler ruined it, didn't he? He wrecked that home. And then he's like, oh, yeah. do you know what? I sort of regret wreck- wrecking that home. Yeah. I'll, Basically, I'd he... like to get back to my old home and I'll wreck a few other homes while I'm at it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Marcus has got a problem with this guy because uh, he played for Celtic and not Rangers. 100%. So 100%. That's, that's the story. Completely. Yeah. George Dreyer. I don't hate Celtic. Give him a title now. And to be, to be fair... To be fair to him, Marcus, I don't think he does wreck any other homes. I think the other homes are pre-wrecked um, yeah. by the by He's the adding to it, though, it? Jim. No, yeah. It's not, though, is he? Because all of the people that um, he he has dalliances with are are spoken are, are single, aside from Uma Thurman, who has a crack at him, and he and he says no. So <laughs> don't tell not, people not... what happened, Jim. People, <laughs> people should not watch this movie. I'm going to go as far as to say. Can I can I just can I just chime in with a couple of observations? <laughs> One is the film it reminded me most of was Confessions of a Window Cleaner. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just he just keeps. Un- weirdly getting into situations where he's about to have sex with yet another woman. Yeah. But secondly, there's no way Jessica Beale is going to go back with Gerard Butler, given no. the absolute state he's in, mm-hmm. because for some reason he can, he's obviously fairly handsome and he's got floppy hair. The thing that annoyed me, there's two things that annoyed me more than anything else. Yeah. Right, one is that um, how why would you cast Uma Thurman, who is an excellent actor, Mm. Right to just flounce around a big house, do nothing, and then just get a take her top off in some random bedroom. Right, that that's the only thing she does in it, which is absolutely bizarre. Secondly, yeah. when he goes on for his ESPN um, audition, and uh, he goes off piste and just ignores the auto cue, right mm. in the cheesiest way possible. The director goes, "Oh, welcome to ESPN, George." In reality. I'm yeah. not saying I've, I've got a huge amount of experience in TV, but I've done a little bit of it. We all have. In reality, what would have happened there was, yeah, well done, Gerard, Gerard Butler. You fucking missed your break there, mate. So that's the show <laughs> fucked. Right? So now get out of my sight because we're late going to ads. Forget it. Mm. That's what would have happened. 
Well, what actually happened? What, what actually happened was Catherine Tita Jones had sex with him on the table. Is that not Again, right? Oh yeah. Oh, and actually, there is there is one of the finest lines in all of cinema um, that precedes that though, where she's she's asking what it's you know what it's like to manage a kids' football team, and is it difficult with the, with the kids? And he says, you know, what and what about the mums? And he says, I would have to take that on a mum by mum basis, which is fairly smooth <laughs> in this situation. Um, but also, I, I find it even from the off, it's very very difficult to care about an ex-footballer who um, ruined his own family life by just sleeping around and didn't look after his finances. He play- he was a footballer in the 90s. So it's not like yeah. he would have been like mega rich, but and he the shouldn't have just been scrabbling around. And the noughties, exactly. There's a bit of drink driving in there. He has a has a little bit of drink driving. He, he, he lets his son drive a Ferrari and his son's, what, like 10? And he uses <laughs> his talks on the phone while he drives. He's, he's, a, he's a very irresponsible driver. He's a danger to himself. In a he film is. just dripping with misogyny, he is the worst thing about it. <laughs> can, I, can I also say, there's, a, there's an amazing scene in there, where, and it, this happens for absolutely no reason, right? where the, the kids' team are about to win the championship. They're about to win their, um, their final game of the season. And Gerard Butler, as the coach, as George Dreyer, misses it because yeah. Dennis Quaid comes out of nowhere and starts yeah. fighting him on the touchline. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It is the most bizarre... Twist. Dennis Quaid is is unbelievable in this film. Like he's such a like a slimy businessman, dodgy geezer, and they strike up an unlikely. Well, it's quite a likely friendship, I suppose, if you think about the two characters. And then it sort of disappears suddenly. That friendship. He's, in, he's in two scenes. That's it. He wants to fuck him too. Everyone wants to fuck <laughs> Gerard Butler. That's the situation. That's what it's it a film be called. in which yeah, everyone wants to fuck Gerard. <laughs> Shagging yeah. for keeps. It should be called. That's that's what it was called in Japan. You know when they renamed it. <laughs> No, there, there was a reason for Dennis Quaid attacking him, Luke. It was because uh, he'd, he'd hired a private investigator to follow his wife. Yeah, I remember that bit, but I just yeah. don't. I just don't think it necessarily oh. needed to happen at that point in the film. It's just, it just, it, it's ridiculous. It, it, they're not even fighting properly. They just wrestle on the ground in the background. Much <laughs> like in the film Goal. Why, why has Sven not got a cameo in this? This yes, is ideal. Would have, it would have been improved right by a 2012 it. vintage Sven in it somehow. I mean, that would be, it wouldn't be more bizarre for it, put it that way. <laughs> but what about his uh, footballing career? I'm fairly certain that at one point, Gerard Butler gives uh, the kid out of The Walking Dead uh, a medal for, mm-hmm. like a Euro- I think it's a European Cup medal or a Champions League medal. I know, I think it's a Scottish champion, a, a Scottish League title medal. No, nah, it definitely says European on it. Do you know something? Before we came on, Luke and I were talking about this, and Luke said that the football scenes in this in this film are better than some of the football scenes in the film Goal. And I agree with <laughs> Let me qualify that. Let me qualify that. What I mean is... And that, and so, that was shots from the actual Newcastle matches. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, the, the, the film starts with a montage, right? And they they've done a pretty good job of superimposing uh, Gerard Butler into them to the point where mm. they do look, I think, more authentic than than the goal ones. And and Kuno Becker just doesn't look anywhere near as much of a kind of footballer as Gerard Butler mm. did. But the problem is the entire rest of the film is complete trash. And I, I genuinely got... Like when, when I mean, I know we're in lockdown, we can't really do anything, but I watched this on a Sunday afternoon and I genuinely got quite, quite angry with Pete. Because I was like... <laughs> you. You could have chosen any film, right? And you and you've chosen this, and 
I I genuinely thought it was like two hours. By the way, it's almost two fucking hours long as well. It's two hours of my life. I'm never going to get back. I mean, an, an hour into it, I was convinced I'd been watching it for about a week. You know didn't I mean? it feel like that? Didn't yeah. it feel like it felt so long? It felt like it felt like a fucking Oliver Stone epic. It felt like tw- it felt like twice the length of any given Sunday. Oh, it was and trust so me, shit. it is not any given Sunday. The main character is not really Gerard Butler. It's Gerard Butler's penis. I truly forgot how bad playing for Ruddy Keeps was. My giddy aunt. Thank you very much for listening to today's best of show and thanks for your support throughout this really tough year. It it genuinely means the world to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We cannot wait to bring you a whole host of exciting things in 2021. So happy new year, enjoy the football and we will be back for a new episode of the Football Ramble on Monday. See you then. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.